Welcome to the Spiritual Phoenix Podcast, rekindled a bi-weekly show about magic, spirituality, healing, and the unified theory of weirdness. I'm your host, Ross Cessna. Let's light it up. Hey, what is up, everybody? It is Ross. This is episode seven. This is how to back last episode we had talked about meeting the baddies and we had discussed all sorts of the nefarious cabals and institutions out to get us but i want to start this episode off with a little bit of hope so what i'm going to start off with is a quote by terence mckenna and i'm gonna butcher it uh because i'm gonna say it off the top of my head but effectively he said what's scarier than thinking that all of those people and all these nefarious organizations and uh alphabet agencies and all of this are in control is understanding that no one's in control and there is no actual control out there. Everything is actually chaos to an extent. And my little ad lib on that is think of how unpleasant it must be to sleep at night for some people with the way that a lot of things are shaking out right now. If people are trying to do some nefarious shit, not a good time. Anyhow, let's get into the episode, see how we can fight back, and get onto a positive track of things. Not that I'm very uh, positive vibes only, but I think looking at situations constructively is important. So, episode seven, um, we're going to talk about self-empowerment, the benefit of being kind, art. I changed local movements around a little bit because it wasn't authentic to my experience, and then uh, create culture, which is kind of the end piece of all of this and this is going to be the last of kind of the introductory episodes of the podcast because i think that we've covered enough ground where we can go into talking about some skills and uh different approaches to stuff and then maybe move into guests within the next couple of months so anyhow let's get on with this episode self-empowerment find your passion is one of the biggest things that i think that can help with self-empowerment and in my experience and from other people that I've talked to, their passion often lies uh, buried behind a lot of their fears. And for me, it was in some of the darkest experiences that I've actually had. Um, everything that has propelled me forward was a direct result of my spiritual awakenings and things of that nature, because getting like knocked off your square for me, like me getting knocked off my square, let me keep it on me, made me have to look at life differently. And it goes into the next thing, find your passion. And then once you do burn the boats, and that's the Tony Robbins expression that I heard comes from way earlier um, thing, but don't count on me for like having notations and everything perfectly sorted. This ain't that type of show. Burn the boats, though, is effectively saying um, don't give yourself a way to back out. And I was actually talking to my therapist about that today. I was like, dude, in terms of backing out of where I'm at, I physically cannot. But self-empowerment, the reason that's empowering is when you find your passion and you burn the boats, you are now in a position where, how do I want to say this? you have a lot of power behind you because there is no other way forward beyond going for what you want. And then when you take ownership more than anything, 
So when you found your passion, you burn the boats and you take ownership for what's going on in your life, which is like radical self-acceptance and radical acceptance of reality, um, which is not an easy pill. One of the things that one of my easy pill to swallow, one of the uh, things that one of my mentors taught me at one point is acceptance is a lifelong process. And I was talking to somebody last night and they're like, yeah, but it's, it's it really is. And that's the thing, right? Like you'll have it one minute, one moment in time, and then the next moment you won't. And once you that, it can be hard to get it back sometimes. And when you take ownership of everything, though, you're saying my life is 100% my responsibility and what's happening and going is going on. I have to educate myself. I have to take action. I have to do all of these things. That really lifts you up your level and then that allows you to move into the next point which is create your vibe this is stuff that i've been having to like really look at in my own life because i've been slacking off on the self-empowerment i've been like self-shitting on myself <laughs> but creating your vibe is so important and not in a sense again of positive vibes only but enchanting for optimism i talk about that on on like facebook um and and instagram captions and shit like that but like enchanting for optimism is super important because the world will kick you in the dick and punch you in the gut not paying attention and you need to have a little bit of hope in there so that's why you got to create your vibe. I'm just realizing now that I got to bring the lesser banishing ritual uh, hand sigils that one of my friends told me about. Called a mudra, some hand sigil sigils. Um, I said sigils, but I got to bring those back into my practice, dude. Just because the thought process of protecting myself is incredibly important. Not that I believe in protection so much of negative entities. I think that there's a benefit to how it impacts my day. And then we'll move on. <laughs> kind is the next way that we fight back, right? Small actions, big ripples. And by this, I'm talking about like holding the door open for somebody. Um, I'm talking about letting somebody cut in front of you in the grocery line. This is another thing that one of my mentors taught me. And it was he, he was telling me it was a lesson in patience, right? But he said one of his mentors told him to let two people cut him in the grocery line. And he was like, why the hell would I do that? And he's like, just do it. But when you consistently do these small little actions and you don't like run out and tell anybody about it, like I'm not telling you about it to make myself feel good. I'm telling you about it to illustrate the point of having done that and having it changed me. There's medicine in doing that um, or letting somebody go ahead of you at the stop line stop uh, sign like if you get there at the same time waving them off <laughs> giving somebody an extra buck like giving somebody a fat tip like those things make big differences um benefit of the doubt can be tricky because a lot of us have been burned so many times it's hard to have it but the doubt can be incredibly important um it's just the premise of Allowing people to show up and letting their actions dictate who they are without like bringing previous baggage onto the situation. Next one, let others be wrong. This is some of this stuff is like really things that I learned from 12 step uh, things and I'm greatly, uh, greatly humbled by looking at it right now. Let others be wrong is one of the ones that I struggle with at times because I always want to be right. Uh, 
but sometimes the medicine of shutting up and, and just holding your tongue and not needing to prove a point, especially in trivial matters, um, is super important. Like I can be a know-it-all at times and learning to not add on that extra two things makes a big difference. Um, and sometimes it's not even letting others be wrong. It's not needing to be right or not needing to like flex that you know something, which is really hard for me at times. And then lastly, uh, for be kind, focus on similarities. This is incredibly important right now. I'm not going to bring any political stuff into this, but I will say it from the outside. Our political system is structured in a way to keep people oppressed and opposed by fighting these two things that are largely controlled by the same corporate interests. That's how I'm going to say it. And when we focus on the similarities that we have with people, which is most of us generally want um, our families to be taken care of and, and these things, it hits different, right? And it's not that simple, obviously. And I there's a lot of nuances and sticky bits there. I have some of them going on in my own life. Like, I get it. There's still a matter of how you want to show up and what's best for you. And focusing on similarities in certain situations where it's not putting yourself out there too far can make a big difference. And I'm going to add this last caption on being kind because it's something my therapist told me today. And being a very visual um, person, hearing it really helped me. So she said that you have to view your relationships in terms of like puddles, lakes, puddles, ponds, lakes, and then oceans. And you can try people from like you can try to bring a puddle relationship into a pond relationship, but you really can't go from puddle to ocean and have it work because the way that those relationships function are just so vastly different. But I have a, a situation where I'm a very ocean person, right? I don't know if anybody's noticed that. And I have somebody that I'm close to who, who is a person and <laughs> Trying to bridge that gap at times can be very, very hard. Uh, and I'm still trying to navigate how to do that in a safe way because I was told it's not safe. Anyhow, I just wanted to add that part on there because I think that it's important for people to have that context where I'm not saying to do this willy-nilly. I'm saying to do this with a bit of awareness behind it, right? Which is obvious, but sometimes you got to add those captions. Let's move on. And I'm not trying to make this about me. Next way, how do we fight back? Art. Art is uh, a powerful social catalyst, first off. And if you look, if you're listening to this as the podcast and you're not watching it on YouTube, uh, it's a, a supposed Banksy and it says we're all in the same boat and it shows somebody bailing out the water because it looks like the boat's sinking. So art is a good way to communicate very, very intricate concepts, right? A picture is worth a thousand words. And with art, you're able to layer lots of different pictures on there so you can really get complex messages um, in astounding ways, especially when you look at the way that colors and things impact you. Like this is effectively learning to utilize some of the same things that corporations um, like elite bloodlines, things of that nature have used against people. It's learning to use that for the benefit of other people, okay? And then we get into the layered meaning thing. It impacts the subconscious. 
So if there was people who were aware of this, uh, like John Q. Person, and they were just actively going out and creating art that was intended to make people good and inspire growth and compassion, if there was like a grassroots thing of people doing that, that would make a difference um, because of how it would impact things, right? And then there's this inherently psychedelic aspect of art because art for me is about, uh, I'm sorry, psychedelics for me are about transcending boundaries and it is about the of, no, transcending boundaries I think is the best way to put it. And art is very transcending boundaries, right? Art is like the psychedelic expression of the human experience. And I don't know what else to say on that point. Like art is the psychedelic. I can't even reiterate it because yeah. Anyhow, moving forward. Initially, this was uh, get involved locally. I put build community because in certain scenarios, like I'm in, um, I'm in Ohio community here that isn't necessarily associated with a lot of the things I am and you can either integrate and participate or you can create and expand you know what I'm not even going to edit this out I'm actually wrong in how I'm thinking about that I'm going to call myself out on this and say there is a community and things that I want to I'm reclusive and I have to work on that and that's why we're going to get into the very first point which is integrate um, this is, if there is already a community of things that you are interested in and you think would be supportive, integrate community and participate and, and, or create a community that supports the things that you want. If it's not there locally, cause it's likely that other people there would benefit from it and then expand that concept out, like get more people involved with it. Once you have the core concept down. Like that's how you build community. And the reason that this is important, and it also goes into building community with people that might have different um, values than you and different beliefs than you, because that's actually how you change things. You're not gonna change things from having a shouting match with somebody on Twitter or Facebook. You're not gonna change things by lots of other ways that people approach this stuff commonality is there and most of the time when people aren't behind a screen and if they're getting together face to face they'll find that commonality especially if the pressure points are being hit and increasingly that's what we need to work towards so i'm going to get off my little soapbox there and what this is all leaning towards is creating culture um rather than consuming it or being consumed by it. And what I mean by that is each of us has a unique story and a set of experiences, right? And those experiences can literally help other people if we share them. And all of us have unique gifts and talents that we're able to utilize. And if we don't have any, it's because we haven't given ourselves the time to explore them. Now, look, I'm not gonna bullshit you and I'm not gonna be one of those fucking people makes it seem like everybody is able to do that because realistically there is a lot of financial shit going on in the world with the pandemic going on people are hurting for money people are trying to just survive so not everybody has the ability to be massively creative and do things like that but by create culture 
I just mean participate in things more than actively, like, than passively sitting back. Even if it's just going to a community that is interested in the same things as you, you're still creating culture. You don't have to be an artist or a musician. You just have to get involved in the things that matter to you and show up and share your enthusiasm and excitement for life because that is what we need more of. And the more that people show up happy and enjoyed and enthralled with what they're doing, the more people, <laughs> dude, Renji just snored so loud. I wonder if you heard, heard that. Uh, but the more that people do that, the happier people are going to be. And that stuff will vibe out. And I know that this is like really, really not how I, I normally am on stuff because I'm normally a pretty gloomy bitch <laughs> about a lot of things. But I do have hope for this to work. I don't think it's going to change the world overnight. I don't think that the world will ever be perfect. I think that it can make things a lot better. That's the, the gist of it. And with all of that said, I don't have an end slide because this is kind of the end of the introduction episodes, like I had said. Um, we were laying out a basic framework of everything, and now I can get into more of praxis, I guess. and we'll explore that in two weeks. Thanks for tuning in. Oh, real quick, too. I opened up the membership on the website for free. There's two meetings. There is a advanced relaxation technique class. I'm honestly thinking of ending that class because people haven't been showing up. And then there is the Magical Mastermind, which is an evening event, which is kind of like just getting together and talking about your magical practice with other magical people. I might do an uh, additional one of those and have it at a different time, different day. Um, but if you go to the website and you go to the members area, you can sign up for free now. It's 100% free. And you will then have to go and RSVP to the events that you want to go to. Uh, the events are all free, and voila, you are in like Flynn. <laughs> I hope you'll have, oh, and you have to go to your email and click the uh, link on the email the day of the event. I did not add that part, but now I did. Anyhow, have a good night, day, whatever time you're listening to this. Peace. Hey, thank you so much for tuning in. If you've enjoyed what you heard, you can show us some support by leaving a kind review wherever you're listening, sharing the show with your friends, and getting involved with our online community with the link in the show notes. We'll chat again soon. May good fortune be with you always. Peace.